0: Breakups and divorce can be extremely painful, lonely, and confusing, but I believe they can also be the key that opens the door to who we really are. I'm Lindsay Ellison, author, coach, speaker, and single mom of two awesome young men. Welcome to a podcast about finding joy and inner peace after a breakup. You may not be able to see what's on the other side yet, but I promise if you do the healing work, your life will transform in ways you never thought possible. Welcome to Unbreakable You. I am back. I am back. I am so happy to be here with you today and kick off a new season of Unbreakable You. And you know what? It's almost been a year since I did my last podcast, which I actually cannot believe. And you guys are still listening. So thank you so much. I still get my little weekly reports of who's listening and uh, not who's listening, but how many episodes are downloaded, and I'm still getting heard. And so I really appreciate you guys being um, really, really great, loyal listeners and, and a great audience. So thank you. I have so much to share with you and I wanted to just have this episode give you an update as to what's been going on in my life and where I am professionally and all the new work that I have just recently launched. So let's go back in time almost a year ago. I believe the last episode I had, I talked about my most personal episode ever. So when I recorded that episode, I had just returned from being away for six weeks at the Meadows, which was a fantastic, awesome place that uh, specializes in childhood trauma. And when I got home, I had really uh, made an effort to focus on my marriage and to, um, you know, hopefully repair things and really start fresh. Well, it didn't turn out to be that way. Things have really changed and progressed over the past, gosh, how many months. And I'm really, you know, trying to give you enough information to tell the story without kind of diving too much into my personal life and uh, and disrespecting any type of privacy with my uh, ex-husband. So yeah, I just gave it away. We, um, we actually broke up and uh, we are now divorced. That happened very quickly, didn't it? So I'm going to just talk a little bit if I could, about the process of what happened when I got back. Because again, everything that I share with you, the goal is for you to take something away from it for your own personal life. So what happened was, is I got home. And if you all remember, when I talked about uh, recognizing codependency and how codependency is very much uh, seen as an addiction in, in uh, the clinical world, I was basically working on what we call emotional sobriety. So if you think of an alcoholic who is addicted to alcohol, their drug of choice is alcohol or or the bottle. And so when an alcoholic is coming into sobriety, they avoid alcohol and being around alcohol. And and alcohol is something that is um, black and white, that's something that you should abstain from should you uh, abuse it. Well, with codependency, it's a bit different. So the way we look at codependency is like alcoholic has a drinking problem, a codependent has a thinking problem. And you're going to hear me talk a lot about this in future episodes about distorted thinking. And when we have childhood trauma, what we end up doing when we're kids is we go into this fantasy mode where, I mean, fantasy is a little strong, but it's where we're not really in tune with reality, because as children, we, we're we not in control of our reality. As children, we're, you know, under the decisions and controls of our parents. And when bad things happen, we really can't do anything about it, we have to rely on our parents. And so when our parents aren't doing anything about it, and they're not nurturing us in a certain way, as children, we develop coping mechanisms to step out of reality and go into distorted thinking. So that's the kind of stuff that helps us. So as distorted thought as a kid is like, everything's fine. We go into denial, uh, or we become, you know, really creative, or we, you know, we, we're good at, um, you know, making up um, stories and fantasy play and drawing and all kinds of little things that we do as kids. Well, what happens is if that has not been resolved as adults, we can still use the same kind of coping mechanisms, such as distorted thinking, in order for us to handle reality—the difficult reality that we have. So. Going back to where I was when I came back from the meadows, I was really working on clarity and my reality and making sure my thinking was not distorted and therefore what we call emotional sobriety. But having gone now living in the home with my husband since I had returned, it was very, very difficult. And it was so much so that our past as a couple, hadn't really fully resolved itself out of distortion. So I then it felt as though the way I was, I could best explain it is that it was coming home, and I was being triggered constantly like an alcoholic would. So he and I decided that it would be best for everyone's kind of mental health and our own emotional individual emotional sobriety that it would be best to separate. And so we did. And it was a very, very difficult thing. It actually was just one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, You know, my first divorce was with, as you all know, my story of with more of a narcissist. And he was the father of my children. And I was not in love with him. And it was just a more of a our divorce was more of a, me escaping out of a really bad toxic situation where in this situation, I was working so much on healing my codependency and uh, some really bad patterns of thinking and behaving that it was very hard to do that around him. So we separated and it was kind of the the most grown up thing we we had to do. And it was very difficult because we um, still very much loved and cared for each other. So breaking up with someone who you love, again, is one of the hardest things I've, I've had to do. Generally, when I've broken up with someone, I'm done with them and I'm over them and get the hell out. And, but this was very different. So he ended up moving away and we kept a very good relationship. And um, to this day, we're, we were very amicable. But during that time when he left, I went through what I think was significant withdrawal from him and Again, you've ta- you've you'll you have all heard me talk about uh, one of my addictions is that love addiction, and I'm going to talk more about what love addiction is in further episodes. But love addiction was something that I really saw that it was a problem, and I'm not going to go into too many details as to why because that starts to get um, again crossing the lines of of some private information. What I will talk about is how I dealt with it, and here I am a coach and. Um, working through some of these deeper issues that I had n- really not known about myself, I really hadn't experienced withdrawal uh, from love in many, many, many years, probably not so- since college. And I forgot how agonizingly painful it is. And we could be love addicted to someone even if it is a narcissist or someone who's, who isn't good for us, etc. So there's all various kinds of how we react to our, our uh, love addiction. But for me, I struggled with really not knowing who I was or what my identity was without being married. And I had to kind of go back and figure out who I really was. And part of love addiction is where we start to make someone else our higher power and we lose contact with our own higher power, meaning our greatest uh, self, our highest sense of self, whether it's our connection with God our spiritual values, etc. And I had been trained, I believe, or conditioned to do that just in my childhood growing up. Um, My father was my higher power. I was not allowed to have my own. And I was not allowed to have my own sense of self. So the departure of my husband, who was my higher power, I felt uh, angry, and alone. And so many times I wanted to call my husband and tell him to come back home. But I realized that that was not good. So I really had to dealt and really, really deal with some of these kind of sober issues and the pain around it. In doing so, I'd say almost this time last year and going into uh, the, the, the new year of 2021, I was still reeling and just figuring out who am I? And what is my new voice? And what am I going to be talking about? And what does my career look like? And it wasn't fun. I'll tell you, it was really, really painful. And I remember uh, spending day after day after day being just a gripping pain, as I called it, um, mind bending, just boiled over into the couch crying kind of pain of just loss and death of marriage and a relationship and someone who I truly loved. And I never thought I would get out of that pain. And so I looked for all kinds of guidance. Um, I did some uh, meetings with uh, Love Addiction Anonymous, um, which were helpful for me in the beginning just to be around other people to talk about it. Because again, we're still an early part of covid And things just hadn't opened up yet. So I was really dealt with uh, dealing with it on my own. And uh, it was, uh, like I said, very, very painful. And I really had no other choice but to start to pray about it. Because nothing was taking this pain away. I just felt so lost and so... I wouldn't even say lonely. I just felt... I was heartbroken. I think that's the best word. And heartbreak, I forgot how horrifically painful it is. I mean, it really does feel like your heart is breaking in your chest. So I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I asked God to take this pain away from me and to help me see this differently. And I started to get into this rhythm of getting up in the morning. Um, I did not have cable. I canceled cable. So I really didn't have any TV to watch. And I got up in the morning. And I started to create a ritual where I sat on my, I have this awesome little rec- reclining chair that looks out to my backyard and this is winter now and I just watched the snowfall and I would just stare outside and try to center myself and find whatever the hell higher power <laughs> existed in me. And I started to then look for more spiritual guidance uh, to connect with some kind of higher power around breakups. So I was looking for that and looking for books on that, and I didn't really find anything. So one of my favorite books um, is uh, Conversations with God. I don't know if you've read it. It's a very old book, but it that's kind of been the most tangible book that I really, really enjoyed to help me through things just life in general about life. But I was really looking more for things around love and heartbreak, and to help me get through this pain. So what I ended up doing was praying and asking for some kind of guidance. And then I would sit quietly for around 10 minutes, and not really think of anything and just really try to clear my mind and clear my ego, and allow this higher power for me to hear it. And that is really where 2021 started. And it has changed my life forever. So this season is going to be talking a lot about that, and about all the things that I've learned in the process between ego, and our higher power. I also dusted off a book, uh, through a meditation one morning, I dusted off an old book called the course of a Course in Miracles. It was written in the 70s. I don't know if you've heard of it, but I bought it maybe four or five years ago, and it was very biblical and lots of God references, and I um, just had a huge distaste for anything like that. I was, I've was i never been a really religious person, um, not a Bible thumper by any means. I've only really been more spiritual. So I didn't know what to do with it, and I just sat on my shelf and collected dust but oddly, during one of those quiet mornings, I just got this message to say, go find that book. And that is when things just really started to open up for me. And it really, it actually made sense. All of the, everything in that book made so much sense. And I just kept uh, highlighting and really diving in to some of the deeper work. There are YouTube videos on this. It's, it, there's lots and lots of writers out there who interpret it Uh, because it does need a lot of interpretation, because it's a very difficult text to read. But again, I felt as though there really wasn't anything like that around the pain of breakups, or the pain of heartbreak. And so that's really what I asked God to send me to give me some information on that. And what came out of it was I would meditate, and then I would just write, I would just allow myself to write. And allow God or higher power to speak to me and through me. And what came out was unbelievable and very remarkable. That I just um, to this day I, I I go back and read this stuff and I can't believe I wrote it. And I I really don't think I wrote it. Lindsay and ego did not write it. Uh, Lindsay and Lindsay's higher power wrote it. And I ended up writing passage after passage after passage. And then I would go back and read them. And I found them to be incredibly comforting and peaceful. And not too long after starting this process, the pain just started to go away. And I started to feel more connected to God. And I got to tell you, even saying this out loud, I have no problem writing it. But even saying it out loud, I'm so afraid of... uh, having any listener be offended by that word, because I think God and religion, and at least in the United States, uh, there's the religious right, there's all the stuff going on around religion that has caused, I think, more uh, fights and anxiety and grief and wars <laughs> over religion. So I'm very sensitive to saying that word. So a lot of people say universe, uh and for me, it doesn't resonate because I think universe is outside my body, where God is within me, and I believe God is in in uh, God is within all of us, and we can tap into that higher power at any time. But my God, the only way we can do that is to allow ego to rest and be quiet. And when I did that, this amazing piece of writing started to emerge, and it took me about three or four months to really start to get through all of this. And once I did, and I got to tell you guys, 90% of the stuff that I wrote was on my phone. I had a notes, you know, the notes app and the iPhone. I was just writing that to the point where I was like almost closing my eyes and just typing really quickly with my thumbs of what I heard. And remarkably, by spring, I don't even know how to explain it. I just felt joy And I felt alive and I felt awakened. And this summer has been probably one of the best summers I've ever had, ever. Just with all the friends that I've picked up along the way this summer, some old friendships that uh, I had severed, I renewed my ego and all of the shame and all of the stuff that I'd been working on, I think finally started to dissipate. And there was just me, authentic Lindsay. And it was showing up in all of these domains in my life. And while this was happening, two things were going on. One, I decided to create a new online course called Breakup Breakthrough to help you all get through a breakup or divorce and taking everything that I learned at the Meadows and boiling it down to more understandable concepts as well as taking the spiritual aspect of what was going on with me and making it a hybrid of learning about trauma, learning about codependency and narcissism, as well as the addictions we have and love addiction and love avoidance, and taking those clinical aspects. And then I merge them with the spiritual side. And it is designed to help not in just your personal, you know, romantic life, but It's focused on the five core domains of your life, which is relationship with self, uh, friendships, uh, your relationship with money and your professional life, your family, and then the fifth one is romantic relationships. So I developed that course. And that took me several months to do, which is why I've been so busy and you haven't heard from me. And that course launched earlier this year and uh, those who have gone through it, it it has been amazing. It's a six-week course. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but it's a six-week course that I, um, it's my best work I've ever done. So if you're interested in learning more about it, you can get onto my website, shoot me a note. Uh, I also have a new webinar that I produced. It's on my website. It's under Other Good Stuff. It's a webinar that is uh, about the five- things that you must do in order to get over a breakup, that is free. So that's on my website. And then what I ended up doing was I took all of my writings that I was talking to you about, and I decided they helped me so much that I decided to just start to create a book about it. And what emerged was this new book that I've just launched called Blessings of a Breakup. So I come up with this new word, blessing. It's a hybrid between blessing and an actual lesson, something that you can apply to yourself. But it's definitely aimed It's a huge departure of other things that I've done. I've never been this spiritual. And I'm also a little nervous about it. I got to tell you, because I, no one has really seen this side of me or heard this voice in me and it's something new and it may turn off a lot of people and I may lose a lot of people from it. Uh, But I really would like to focus on uh, the people I would help and am going to help and those who will gain so much from this piece of work. The blessings are now available to you for free, which is pretty cool. So what I ended up doing is I ended up taking each one of them and making them as a daily email. So you will look at my website and you're going to see that you can now opt in to that. It's the first thing you see on my website where you can opt in and get each one of those blessings. Right now, there are 50 of them. So over the next 50 days, I've also uh, included other emails, uh, different kinds of support emails that I talk about, more coaching type emails if you sign out for for the blessings. And if you love it and you want to get all of it, you can purchase the blessings of a breakup on my website for i believe it's 9.95 and it's all in one big pdf for you that you would download right away so that is all the good stuff that i have been doing all year so here we are almost a year later and over the next season i'm going to be talking a lot of some of the core elements of the blessings so if you're going to be listening to this podcast please feel free to i encourage you to opt in and get them. Uh, I also have a Facebook group that I'm just starting so that some of these concepts can be discussed on the Facebook group or any other feelings or things that you wanna share uh, on a more intimate level with me, you can do so. And if you opt into the blessings, you'll see the link in my Facebook, uh, you'll see the link, the Facebook link in that email that you get, the very first email, inviting you to the Facebook group. So I uh, will be so excited to be talking about some of this. I'm also still going to be having guest speakers and authors uh, to mix it up a little bit. And uh, right now I have a pretty rigorous podcast schedule coming up. So I'm really, really excited to have you with me. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already. That way your phone will notify you of a new episode Um, And then I will also, of course, send uh, my email list, uh, the new episodes that I publish, so that you'll be able to see that and get notified if you want it done that way. So overall, this episode was really just to kind of tell you where I've been and what I'm up to and what I'm planning on doing uh, over the next kind of several months. And um, I'm now going to be working on another book that actually is a memoir uh, of my own personal journey. Of love addiction. And the title right now, the working title is I See Me in Men. And of course, there's a little me, M-E, And the men part is, is you'll see that in the print. And so that's, it's kind of a double entendre there. Um, But I see me in men. And that is a memoir that I've, gosh, I've been working on it for a while. But I really, really, I'm putting this out there to you guys to hold me accountable. Because I'm really, really hoping that um, I'll finish it up. I have to write a book proposal and get that out to an agent. And I'm really hoping I can get signed. So send me some good vibes. And uh, if anyone knows any good agents or publishers out there, let me know. Uh, But I'm just starting that process this year, along with all this other new work that I've done. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being uh, so supportive. And um, I really hope that uh, you are liking the blessings and um, you can understand where the spiritual aspect of my journey can really help you as well. I really, really don't think we can get through any hard time uh, these days without some kind of connection to our higher power. Because ego is so strong and so programmed. Uh, I talk about this in my book. I talk about how the belief system, the thinking problems that we have is operated by our belief system. It's a system of beliefs. And if they are distorted, uh, it's all operated and led by the chief operating officer called ego. And ego is the chief operating officer of your belief system, which is short for what? BS, which is bullshit right? And the only way to get a hold of those thoughts and that idle thinking that can really lead us down a rabbit hole of sadness and depression and heartbreak is to quell ego and tap into our highest self. We all have one. And so I invite you to join me in this journey and um, I can show you how to do that. My course shows you how to do that, but I'll be talking about that a lot in future episodes. So stay tuned for the next one, and I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you sign up for your free subscription to Blessings of a Breakup, where you will receive daily spiritual guidance on getting out of your pain and back to who you really are. And if you sign up, you'll get access to my private Facebook group and more good stuff. You can find it all there at lindsayellison.com.